Blog Talk Radio. Jennifer uh, 
through uh, Dorian Virtue, who is still my teacher and mentor. And I've never met her in person, but I was able to use her services recently when we made an office move here in New York City from the Upper East Side to um, kind of like Midtown. And I didn't really sense that I needed an energy clearing for this space. I knew it was going to be different. But boy, was I prized the uh, amount of difficulties and obstacles that were going to be in our, <laughs> our path. And Jen did a beautiful energy clearing, um, distance clearing for us. So I know her as an, as an energy distance clearer and also someone who has just really, I want to say, not quiet, but there's a powerful energy about her that's very palpable, um, even on Facebook, which I want to say. And I connect with her really well that way. And she has just written two books that are on Amazon.com, uh, which she's going to share about. And so we, there's so many things we can talk about. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship, being a spiritual entrepreneur today. What does that look like? What is that? You know, how does it work? And energy, you know, money as energy. So one of her books is called, let me just find it. It is called, just bear with me. I have everything written down. Oh, Money Mastermind, 30 Days to Prosperity. 30 Powerful Processes to Create Your Best Life. And she also has a book about um, a puppy. It's called The Princess Puppy. For those of us who love animals and totally relate to their beautiful souls and energy, that's the second book. And she's on a roll, so just be aware of her, her, her books and also her services. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on Jen, let me just find her number, and here we go. Hello there. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Hi. Good. So great to hear your voice, right? <laughs> oh, yes. It's so fun to talk to you in person instead of through the computer screen that we usually use. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Is, it is great. And, you know, I, and I feel like I've known you for years. I feel like you're a soul yeah. sister. I just relate to you. <laughs> and I feel the same way about your energy, that you have this powerful yet calm and deep presence of wisdom and energy and just, you know, you create such a beautiful space on your online work and everything. And so I'm just in the mutual admiration club here. So Aww, I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you. <laughs> And you know what I saw as we were preparing, there's so much we could talk about, but I'm just really going to let you share about, you know, as I mentioned, you know, it's not always easy for some of us right brain creative types to get hunkered down and complete a book. And then also, you know, because it's just, it's just hard, I think, for us. But what I see is that you have mastery. Your book is called Mastery. But you not only have that ability and to coach people with this also, how to complete projects. But what is your book about, and how can it serve us, those who are listening um, today? Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I wrote this in mind for the spiritual entrepreneurs, and um, we share a teacher in common, Dorian Virtue. Yes. And 
she is a great role model for entrepreneurs in the spiritual world because, like you said, we all have these great ideas. We're creative. We're right-brained. We have all this vision and energy. And then sometimes when it comes to applying it into the 3D, we might call it the mundane world, Right. we hit a block. And sometimes that block is as simple as a belief that says, well, I'm a creative person, so I can't buckle down and get it done. Right. And what I've done with the book is given a structure, a very, it's a very, it's sort of zen. It's simple as you want it to be, and it's as complex as it needs to be. Yeah. So I give 30 processes, one it's usually only one page per day. You don't even have to read very much to do it. Okay. You sit down and you can devote five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, as much time as you want to creating your vision. Now, for many of your callers, you probably have a lot of spiritual people, healers, angel readers, people who might be interested in starting a spiritually based business. Yeah. And this book is ideal for people like that, like myself, like yourself, who are really, you know, we're past the point where we can do one thing, quote unquote, for a living and then have our spiritual life sort of be on the side. Yeah. We've entered an age where we have to be in harmony, in alignment with our spiritual values. And that includes yeah the way we move through the professional world, the way we move through our lives and make a living and and engage in this system that we have labeled as money. Right. And that that is a big, you know, oh no, money, that's not spiritual or, you know, what's that the you know, I grew up in a very Irish Catholic house. We heard, you know, a rich man would no sooner enter the gates of heaven than a camel will pass through the eye of a needle. I can't tell you the number of times I heard my grandmother say that. And that's a very negative message about money, right? And yet I would go to church as a child with my very staunch Irish Catholic family, and I would sit in a church that was not lacking in money. <laughs> you know, they and the Catholic Church is one of the richest organizations on the planet, if not the richest organization on the planet. So they preach a message that money is bad, and yet they are very good at collecting it from you. Yes. So that always struck me as odd. They're giving a spiritual message that's negative on money, yet they are very pro of you giving them the money. Yes. So I wanted to create a pathway for spiritual people to come into alignment with this process that we call money with living in harmony with your spiritual values. We make our way in the world through various means, various modes of operation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our training says, well, spirituality, that's just for one day a week. The rest of the time, you know, go out into the business world and lie, cheat and steal. Honestly, exactly. that's, that's pretty much what they teach you. If you go to Wall Street, if you go to a business school, they're teaching you ethics has nothing to do with it. In fact, if you want to be an ethical person, don't get a business degree, you know? Yeah. And 
I feel high, and high level, other high level competitiveness too. Right. Know, right. Well, like and a very and, um, a negative competitiveness because there is a positive competitiveness that we well, we're not even competitiveness, but we can be assertive. But in the when things right. get competitive out there, it can totally shut down a very em- empathic people, people whose hearts are so open, and then they have to deal with the world of um, raw com- competition, <laughs> aggressive competition. Right, aggression, aggression, absolutely. And that's really the model. That's the old model. That's the 19th century model. Like we think of it as, you know, modern business practices, but what's really going on is an 18th century equation that says, Resources are scarce. Life yeah. is hard. It's yeah. a dog-eat-dog world. So right. if you are going to succeed, if you're going to quote-unquote have success in the business of business or the business of being successful with money, then you have to be ruthless. You have to be competitive. And that's, that carries over into your partnerships as well, you know, not only are you supposed to be ruthless with your quote-unquote competition, but you're supposed to be ruthless inside your own company, you know. If you and a coworker are working on a project, better make sure your name is first on that report, better make yeah. sure you get all the credit and you, you make your boss think that your other partner did nothing. Don't ever right. share the credit anywhere, right? And all of this leads to what they call zero-sum thinking. Now, in mathematics, I'm a bit of a math and science nerd. I will say that in a positive light because I'm very proud of that. Yeah. But, you know, I've studied mathematics and I've studied sciences. And in mathematics, when you put zero into an equation and you try to combine it with any other sum, the sum comes out to zero. So when they're describing zero sum, right, so any number times zero is zero. That's the, right. that's the basic lesson there, right? So, and that's as much math as we'll do. So everybody, don't don't get scared and jump <laughs> off the call. <laughs> that's as much math as I'm ever going to make you do, and it's very easy. But so when you talk about zero sum thinking, it means really for one person to win, everybody else has to lose, and in yeah. the end, that really means everybody loses, right? So that successful person in business. Well, they might be cutthroat and they might get to the top of their organization or they might do a hostile takeover and take over the company, but then they have no friends. They have no love. They might have ruined their health in the pursuit of this quote unquote success. And I mean, even Steve Jobs, we look at him and he's such a model of entrepreneurship and innovation and he built a company that created amazing things that have changed the shape of the world yet he died alone of cancer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know his reputation in the world was as a as a zen guy right he was very zen all of his stuff is very clean lines and and it's supposed to have zen principles but in the principles of zen it's not zero sum it's cooperation Mm -hmm. there's no element that can exist by itself. Earth without water will not bring life to anything. Um, And it goes on and on. You know, air without fire is stagnant and doesn't sustain us. We need the harmony of the elements. That is the lesson of Zen. And Mm -hmm. in the new, they're calling it the new economy because 
the reinvention of our capitalism is the sharing economy, teamwork, building allies, building partnerships, lifting everybody up together. And instead of zero sum, where no one wins, it turns into win, win, win. I'm going to have to make up a cute catchphrase for that, right? Where it's it's the triple win, right? Let's invent that right now. It's the triple win where everyone wins. And because I win and you win, then everybody else we come into contact also wins. Geometric sacred symbol, the triangle right there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Sacred geometry. So my book provides a very open structure for anyone who has a vision of not only better relationships, better prosperity in their life, more success on a more meaningful level, but it also provides you a framework for developing a good habit. You know, we talk about habits and usually it's always the negative connotation. I have to break a habit. I have to quit sugar. I have to quit drinking. I have to quit smoking. I have to quit whatever it is I'm doing. And we always assume assume that habits are bad. Uh But habits are just habits. If Uh good habits are contributing to your life, you want to reinforce them. So we really only want to get rid of the the negative habits that are holding us back. And one negative habit is that negative belief about money, that money Mm -hmm. isn't spiritual, that it's not appropriate for someone, say, doing angel readings to make a lot of money. Yet our teacher, she's a world-renowned best-selling author, and I'm pretty sure she makes a good living. She has a very nice home in Hawaii, so (laughs) those don't come cheap, right? Right. And for and those listening, the book is like, yeah. it is a workbook. I, di- I didn't read it all the way through because once I began, I said, oh, this is really about getting into action. So for those of you who are it listening, is. I, get, I get many callers who are waiting for a job to come through, looking for a job. I'm going to say, Jen, a lot of my callers in two years, I would say 50, 60% of the callers are about finances and getting work or starting yes. a business or getting the message from me that it's time for you to begin that heart's desire job. You know, you left, yes. you got off, or you got fired because you really mm-hmm. didn't want it anymore. So I know there are people you know, listening today who are in that. By yes. using your book, I believe, you know, it can be intimidating for some of us sensitive souls to just get present, which was my message for the week, get very clear and present Mm -hmm. about your relationship with money and you can do it and the sooner you begin it and ask for the angels for support or even Jen you know some of your other products energy supportive products are gemstones and crystals you're organized you know oh yes we can use our spiritual products to support us as we go through um, getting more clear and empowered in and around money, our plans with money, and getting just present, like you said, to our habits, the good ones and the ones that maybe not are really serving us. And what I saw is your your book is really laying it out very clear. It is not just a read-through. It is an action book. You have to take the action. It is. It's all about action. I mean, you can read it, and it'll be interesting if you just 
want to read it. I mean, that would be flattering to me, but I don't know how helpful it would be to you. And I'm all about, I'm, I'm an action oriented person, even though I'm very spiritual and I, I cultivate a high spiritual awareness throughout my life. But I, again, I, I, I have to quote the principles of Zen. You know, you are in a perfect universe that's unfolding in perfect order. And that means that it is in perfect order to be in a physical body. So therefore, all the needs of the physical body are also in perfect order, which includes having a roof over your head, having a safe and a home environment that's not just barely meeting your needs, but also is supportive of you. My home, I turn it into a sanctuary. And although I have many, many friends, they know when they are invited into my home, you're being invited into a sacred space. And even if it's a casual dinner, everything I do is creating an energy of calm, welcome, peacefulness. So that's an example of an intention. I created an intention. Your physical body, it needs rest. It needs shelter. It needs food. It needs clothing. These are not unspiritual concepts because they're in perfect order with you existing in this body. You chose a physical life. Doreen, I love how she talks about, you know, if you wanted to be a spirit guide or a guardian angel, you could have stayed in the non-physical. But exactly. a lot of people either they feel they can't hear their spirit guide, they they don't think it applies to them, or they simply ignore the advice that's coming through. So the light workers, the people that listen to your call, they came into a physical body so they could have an effect on the physical world, which also means, well, we had to sign up for the whole deal which means the physical world has an effect on you. If you're going to affect the physical world, it's going to affect you right back. So putting yourself in alignment with abundance, this is actually very spiritual because if you're sick, if you're struggling, if you're desperate, if you don't know how you're going to pay the rent, if you don't have money to buy healthy food so your health suffers because all you can afford is the dollar menu at a fast food store, then you're not living your spiritual truth. It would be in spiritual alignment for you to create, to draw in more abundance, more actual dollars so that you can be your best, so you can be strong, you can be healthy, you can be calm and secure because you know you have a home that's a sanctuary. And so you can go out into the world, you can make an impact, You can do what it is your soul signed up to do because you're coming from a stable base of operations. And so I did design the workbook as a 30-day process because all of the research shows that it takes a little over 21 days to develop a habit. So if you've been doing anything for about a week, you know, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, you could set it down, walk away, not really think about it again. But if you've been doing that certain behavior or practice for longer than three weeks, when you set it down, your nervous system actually sets off a little alarm bell that says, oh, you forgot to do that. One of the reasons is because when we were hunter-gatherers in, you know, the wilderness, we had to survive on our instincts. 
sorry, someone just started making noise next to me. Um, so if you developed a habit of hunting in a very prosperous area where you always got good game, you were more likely to survive. Mm-hmm. Our nervous system is still in that primitive fight or flight mode. So we develop habits because they're actually survival skills. But in our modern world, we have things like junk food that is not really great for our survival. But our nervous system doesn't know that. Our nervous system still thinks we're in a fight or flight environment. So when you develop that habit of eating junk food for three weeks, now your nervous system thinks that's part of your survival. So it wants you to go back to it. And it rewards you for going back to it and then it actually sets off a little bit of an alarm if you try to set it down. So I give 30 processes over 30 days so that you can begin to develop a positive habit of simply engaging with your desired dream or goal. So whatever that is, if you want to write a book, if you want to be a spiritual teacher, or if you want to open a healing center, or simply make a living as an angel reader, you need to engage in that activity on a daily basis or an almost daily basis. Now, I'm pretty strict as a coach, but I do give my clients time off. You know, everybody needs a little bit of leisure time. So unlike, you know, I do, I read The Abundance Book by John Randolph Price, and, you know, I loved it. It was great. I read Doreen's Abundance Book. I've studied, you know, many teachers, Napoleon Hill, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Think and Grow Rich. All these books are great, but a lot of them are very strict. And they say, if you miss one single day, you have to go back to the beginning and start all over. My book is a little different from that, right? I say it's best if you can set the intention, I'm going to do my very best to do one process every day for 30 days. But you know what? Sometimes things happen. Life crops up and or you're just not feeling it that day. You need a day off. You need a day to rest, to do self-care. So I say set the intention of doing it one exercise per day for 30 days. But if you need a day off, maybe 10 days into the process, something happens and you just can't get to that exercise that day. My book builds a foundation. And once you've built the foundation of a house, it's going to be there. You build that foundation and maybe, you know, you can't get back to it for a little while. Once you go back to it, if you've really built that foundation, it's going to be there for you to continue building on. And that's the point of my book is that it's going to develop these good habits of engaging with your passion, engaging with your vision. And it's also going to build a foundation for you that is going to be a place where you can actually have stability, a place where you can jump off into that life that you dream of. So if you do have to take a day off, go ahead. I say take that day, deal with whatever you have to deal with in life, and then come back to it and carry on from whatever you built up so far. Now, would I think I had, yeah. So for some of my listeners who are looking for a job, I, my sense is the angels are telling me that this would still be great for them because it's just going to address their money habits, their energy connections to money, and all that. Yes. Because for most people, oh, yes. 
talked about the hunters and the gatherers, you know, survival. When we're not bringing in money, most people can't breathe. And the first thing they do is reach for the junk food or they do they have emotional habits of be of suffering and being upset and then not really taking care of themselves when exactly. um, they're in fear. So one of the best things that yes. we can always do as uh, people who are spiritual seekers or light workers is to take care of our bodies, even especially when things are not going the way we want them to. This is when you really want to keep your vibration high and not go down a tunnel. Um, oh, yes, I, I agree completely, absolutely. And so, yes, if it's a situation where someone, you know, not everyone is an entrepreneur. This is the beautiful exactly. thing about our world is that we are diverse. We all have different dreams. We all have different skills that we we excel at. And not everyone wants to run a company. Not everyone wants to be the boss. Not everyone wants to be a mogul, exactly. right? So if you're in a situation where you, you know, you're a great team player. Mm-hmm. Well, great. You know, my book is going to, give you the ability to focus on what do you want to contribute to? Because when we take a job, like you said, most people just think of it on a survival level. I just need to be bringing in a paycheck. And if you're there, there's nothing wrong with that. Take the job. You know, um, another coach on Hay House, um, Cheryl Richardson, I love some of her coaching. And she says, there is no shame in having a day job while you pursue your dreams. There is no shame in that. And absolutely. But if you are a person, you know, and if you you just, you're a good contributor, you're a good manager, right? Honestly, for all of my strengths, right, I do fail. I'm a terrible administrative assistant. I am so bad. Mm-hmm. I am so bad at certain aspects of paperwork and record keeping and you show me a spreadsheet spreadsheet and my eyes just glaze right over. <laughs> you know. So I am you. good at some <laughs> right. I am good at some things and I am not good at yeah. other things. But the good news is I don't have to be because other people are good at those things. Exactly. So if you're one of those people and you think like I don't want to hire and fire people. I don't want to run a company. I don't want to be, you know, the one who the buck stops with me. I want to be mm-hmm. part of the team. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I want to make a living. I just want to get a paycheck yeah. coming in. My book is going to help you focus on what type of job do you want? What are your strengths? What are your beliefs about what you have to contribute? I'm going to help you focus on finding that job that is also going to be in alignment with your spiritual values so that when you go to work, you're not just bringing home a paycheck to survive and you had to your morals at the door in order to do it. You're going to be able to find that job that also not just feeds your belly, it feeds your soul. It, It gives you a sense of satisfaction. So at the end of the day, not only are you getting that paycheck that's going to keep a roof over your head, but you are going to have a feeling of contribution. You're going to have a feeling of satisfaction. My grandmother was a school teacher, and she was a school teacher in Philadelphia during an era when there weren't very many women teachers. And she was a feisty, 90 pounds, soaking wet, tiny little Irish woman who went into the school system 
in West Philadelphia, and her specialty was the students everybody had given up on. And wow. these were these were tough inner city kids that nobody gave a hoot about. I'll try not to swear too much. <laughs> and she made a difference in their lives. And when I would go through her library, she had boxes, boxes of cards and letters from her former students that were said, Dear Miss Powdermaker, you changed my life. I was going to drop out of school. I was going to go, you know, I thought I was nothing. And you convinced me I had something to contribute to my own life, to my family and, you know, to society at large. And I went on and I was the first person in my family to go to college. I was the first person in my family to have a profession. And I mean, letters and letters and letters that she made a difference in these people's lives at a time when no one else was making that difference. So Uh you're calling, you might think it's very small. You might think, oh, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not an author. You know, I'm not going to make a difference in the world. But the truth is, when you show up with your passion, when you show up in alignment with your spiritual values, you do make a difference. You make a difference to everyone. And none of us do it without a team. That's, That's just, you know, the facts of it. Like every name brand out there, every Deepak Chopra, every Oprah, right? Every Wayne Dyer, they have a team of people that are supporting them so that they can be that person that they're meant to be. And And if you're just looking for a job, right, be part of that team. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. The team, I'm guided to say, and we're going to get to your callers, those of you who are waiting, because we have quite a few. Yes. Oh, good. I have the early uh, Wayne Dyer tapes or even some of the people who have now done so well, their first team was between them and God, between them and their angels. So for those of you who are are just learning how to connect with your deepest spirituality, start there. I mean, there is, I'm also guided to say there is a tremendous amount of support right now, so things are going to happen a lot faster. Things are manifesting a lot faster than they were even five years ago, two years ago. So oh, yes. Oh. thought patterns about how long it's going to take to get something, to manifest something, when you connect with your angels and you allow them to support you as your first, I'd say your first team, your first team is your spiritual connections. And allow oh, that's that true. and that be very present to who they guide you to because mm. they will guide you to the right, to, to the right people, to email, to that right person to talk to at that party but really i love your idea about foundation you want your foundation to be your daily practices who do you go to first and in your quiet moments you speak to your higher power source some people call god goddess but develop that as a strength and then you know jen's book it's available on amazon and it's inexpensive, so it's not it's not going to throw you if you're not working right now. I, it's, it's very very affordable. It's six ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> it's very affordable. Yeah, it's six ninety nine. It's very yeah. affordable. And if you want to get the hard copy, it's um, twelve ninety nine. Still not a very big investment at all. Not a big um, 
and you can also uh, you can you can find it on my website. I just wanted to tell people where they can find me and where they can also order either copy the digital or the hard copy of the book. It's um, www.highvibestudio.wix.com forward slash heal. So I know that's a little bit long, but I'll say it again. It's www.highvibestudio.wix.com forward slash heal. And uh, you can find me, you can find my products there, my Organite you mentioned, um, and both uh, the digital and the hard copy of the book. There are links to go um, order it there. And um, one thing I just want, I agree with you completely, everything you just said. You know, Doreen Virtue talks about angels are part of our biology. You know, you get two hands, two eyes, two lungs, and two guardian angels. That's what you're born with. So you literally, I know one of the big problems is people feel isolated. They feel alone. They feel like they don't have a team. You have a team. You have a team. And you, you know, even though you're born with two guardian angels, you're not limited to only two. You can have five you can have 10 all you have to do is ask you can have a legion there are times when i'm doing massive energy work and mm-hmm. i say okay i need a thousand guardian angels today and you know what they show up for yeah. me because for the angels that's no problem a thousand that's a drop in the ocean yeah. but the think hol- about it in human terms yeah. Right. And how if, if a, you had a thousand yeah. friends, right? If you had a thousand friends on Facebook, you would be a superstar. You mm-hmm. can have a thousand angels working for you every single day. Just ask for them. There are days that when you're going to need yourself to be surrounded by I'm um, here's my number, Jen, hundred thousand. What would that yes, feel like? Yes. Like you're dropping the oh, ocean. Beautiful. But you're not alone. Right. Are surrounded by a hundred thousand angels, and it, they surround Absolutely. you like, like in a circle. You are protected, you are supported, you are. It's like that down comforter. You know, they're going to wrap you with their love. You that fuzzy breathe. pink blanket of love. Yes, I love it. Yes. And then proceed to you know to face those things that we have to face in day to day living here today. So yes, Jen, are you Absolutely. Ready? We can go ahead. Now, I am. I would love. Yeah. So we have. Um, we're going to do, be doing mini readings, so we can't get into too much length uh, with you. But you know, if we miss you, you know, please, you know, contact me on my website or Facebook or Jen. Um, it'll be up to you if you want to do any follow up. You know, but. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm just. Yeah. Go let's dive in. Ooh. We have a lot of. This is a fun part. So yeah. It is. So, here we go. So I have an area code 917, which looks like my neighborhood, and it's 917376. Hello, what is your name, and how can we help you today? Oh, hello. This is Ellen, and I'm calling from New York. Um, Hi, Ellen. <laughs> yes. Yes, we Yay. have met. Yeah. Um, is it okay just to ask for a general message from my angels? Sure. Sure. Can I just ask you, it's Helen, right? Ellen, without the H. Oh, Ellen, I'm so sorry. Um, let me just ask you, you want a general reading, so let me just ask you, which area is most on your mind, personal relationships, life purpose, or finances? 
Ah, I think all of them, but I'll take life purpose. Uh, and I had the life purpose deck in my hands. Oh, I, <laughs> I can feel it. you. <laughs> I can feel you you going to that direction. Okay, go, so go ahead. I'm going to just uh, meditate for a minute and pick a card for Ellen. Um, okay. So, uh, Barbara, if you want to just okay. sure. do your do. So, Ellen, I'm going with the Archangel Power Tarot because I feel like this. The, I love the beautiful coaching from these cards. And what I have for you here, I love this, Ellen, says, follow your passion from Gabriel. Now, Gabriel's that beautiful angel who's married and supporting you of any projects that you, you know, you want to start or you have started. It says, you are ready for any challenge, opportunities for excitement and adventure. Follow your passion. We have a shepherd holding a light. You know, he's in the desert. So you've got the, you've got the stick that, the, what's it called? Not a scepter, but it's a, like a walking stick. But he's, you've got the light with you. So if there's something you've been thinking about, you've started, you go, 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 go for it. And you are ready. We're all going to have challenges, you know, when we take a risk. But we don't have to be worrying about it. Know that you have your angels with you and you have a Gabriel to support you with writing with communicating it and that's what I have for you thank you mm-hmm. and Ellen I picked a card from the life purpose deck and one popped out for you so I've got the both cards here in front of me the first one is environmentalist you are deeply affected by both the natural environment and I'm getting the message of the environment you surround yourself with And this is very important for you. Create that sense of sanctuary around yourself and get out into nature. And this actually applies to your professional life because the second card that popped out with it is the builder. You have an inborn ability to create and build things, and it brings you a sense of accomplishment to bring your visions into the physical world. And I get the message that when you get out into nature, when you engage people in the environment and and on that subject of building healthy spaces around yourself and providing them for others, you are going to get a deep sense of satisfaction from these interactions, and it's going to lead you down a career path Maybe you might be going down the career path of a defender of the environment, a defender of the natural world, and, of course, the animals that need natural environments to survive. Um, how, does that, how does that land with you? Perfectly. Um, you have no idea. That's exactly what I've been thinking about. Um, it's just a question of finding the way into that world. But, yes, that is exactly what I've been thinking about. Well, I will tell you, they're, they're saying to me, the way in is to get yourself out there. <laughs> the way in is out. The way in is to get out there, to volunteer, get involved with even local groups. I know there's a big movement in New York City right now about bringing food and urban gardens back to the city, yes. creating orchards in park space. And I see you, I actually see you in an orchard. I see you, you know, bringing fruit trees into the parks of New York City, starting community gardens 
starting community outreach organizations that get the community and especially get the youth involved in, you know, our food is supposed to come from nature. This is how we're built. This is how we're designed, right? It's not yes. supposed to come out of a styrofoam box from a window <laughs> that you, you know, walk up to or drive through. So I see you making contacts and maybe starting out as a volunteer, but also I would contact these organizations directly. Get your resume out there, you know, get make the professional contacts, put yourself out there as a volunteer, but also let it be known that this is this is part of your purpose. This is part of your calling and you I see they're they're telling me professional environmentalists. That's that's what Beautiful. they keep saying. So you and I agree with Barbara, you are ready to go. Just don't be shy about having the conversation because when you talk about something you're passionate about, Gabriel, she's with you, she's gonna give you exactly the right things to say. Exactly. And in a tiny action at a time. If you already yes. take an action, it's great, but, it, you know, a tiny action in the universe, and for any of who, anyone who's listening who has, like, a similar energy or question about getting started in something, you already know what to do. Go ahead and take that tiny action. It's going to open up a window of other ideas mm. that you don't even know is possible. But you've got to take that tiny action and get out of your head and get into the world. Get your body in the world. Get out of your head. <laughs> so, and yes. It's yeah. going to open up a lot more ideas. And it becomes a little less scary and it's a little bit more fun. And you just keep adding that fun into it. And before you know it, you just like can't wait you know, to jump forward. Okay? Thank you. And I think I was meant to talk to you because you're supposed to give me encouragement in this. I really do appreciate this. So welcome, Ellen. Always great to hear. I can't you. wait to come to New York and see your beautiful urban garden. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next year. I'm going to look for them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Ellen. Okay. Take Thank care. you, Ellen. Bye bye. So the next caller is area code nine five one. Hello there. What is Hi. your name and how can I help you? Hi there. Hey, it's Nathaniel calling in. Hi, hello. Hi, very good. Hi, Nathaniel. Do you have a question? Hey, you know today? what? Um, yeah, I kind of want a general message, but I could bring something up. I either looking for a move here or uh, uh, possibly a new car or a new job or something like that. Ah, interesting. I'm reaching for the Angel Therapy Oracle cards for you, Nathaniel. I I. I feel like your angels are very strong, and uh, you kind of already know. I think you're you're going to be a little bit psychic, right? You're you're going to already know what I'm going to say to you. But let's do. I'm going to just pull a card really quick for you. Let's see. And I'm doing the same. Yeah. Okay. Ah, interesting. Well, the message is clear yourself, and. It's a beautiful indigo angel on this card, which tells me you are very connected to the indigo energy that is very prevalent in our mass consciousness right now. Do you know about the indigos, Nathaniel? Do you identify with the indigo phenomenon at all? Um, I probably do and not even know it. You know, I'm kind of born the day, I am born the day of ironic insight. And each day of the year has a, a certain day, like Einstein was born the day of relativity. 
and Napoleon was born the day of royal command, and President Lincoln was born the day of the unifier. So everyone, ah, everyone has a yeah. day of ironic insight. So it's kind of, you know, a little clumsy to be ironic. You know, you don't really set out to be, you know, something ironic is something that you really don't do intentionally. Well, but interestingly enough, you can say something, you can say a truth with humor and have it land with someone, whereas if you said it straight out, they wouldn't be able to wouldn't receive the message. They would right. Be more, they would be so more defensive. You, right, more defensive, exactly. And wouldn't hear it at all, but uh, you might be, able, I might be able to get some, someone to laugh. And then they can take in the a, message. They would have an ironic insight, maybe, you know, that way. Exactly, exactly. You know, I was very dyslexic as a child, and I was taught it was a learning disability, and I actually got held back in, you know, academically because of it. And yet, when I started producing artwork, the type of sculptures I do, I have to build them upside down and backwards. Oh. And if I weren't oh. if I weren't dyslexic, there'd be no way I'd be able to create my artwork because I can see things upside down and backwards. It's quite natural yeah. to me. Wow. So what someone labels as a disability is actually a gift. There is no mistake in a perfect universe. You were born with a heightened sense of ironic insight, which means you can see the humor and the kernel of truth in very serious situation and this is your gift in the world you could use it as a writer as a speaker you might become a stand-up comedian I Mm -hmm. happen to love the work of George Carlin he was actually a political commentator he Uh said things about society that were very truthful that sometimes were very uncomfortable yet he said them in a funny and humorous way so that we could all laugh at ourselves and laugh at the situation, and he opened up doors for change. I sense a little yeah. bit of that energy with you. You might want yeah. to program one of your dreams to invite, uh, I call him Uncle George, you might want to invite George Carlin to meet with you in your dreams and give you some stand-up material. <laughs> Since he's in spirit, he could come well, to you. But well, I, I do want to say, oh, go ahead. I, I'm born May 1st, and he's born May 12th, so he's born the day oh. of the mysterious <laughs> maverick. He's born the day of wow. the mysterious maverick, so he did that kind wow. of a similar, I guess, the way I was Taurus. So uh, see how that, that energy connects, right? You're very close yeah. to him, numerology. Uh, right. So I, and I have a, one, a message oh, go ahead. Ariel. Go ahead, Barbara. Ariel, who helps us with our finances and our material needs here on the planet. And here it says there's so much to accomplish. Make a very detailed plan. I'm thinking about your book to support him, you know, a plan. Being watched over by someone kind. So you have someone who has crossed over who is really watching over you. You're not alone. Mm. Um, There's someone who's really with you. Um, And all those three things that you said, you said a car, you said a job, and you said a move. I say you want all of them. And, and mm-hmm. I want that and more. I need, I need, yeah. I need you know, I need a big bank account too, you know, because yeah. well, what you're saying about financing is really true about the Catholic, because I'm an Irish Catholic as well, and my mom only lived 50 years, and she played 40 of her years in Catholic Church on 
1115 Mass. Mm-hmm. So right, right. And and let me guess, um, she taught you that life is yeah. a struggle and work has to be hard and you can't make any money if you're enjoying yourself. And pray for the stigmata. Right, right. <laughs> and that's not very much fun. It doesn't look like that's that was not, much fun, right? That's really not supposed to pray for the stigmata, Bob. I'm sorry. I know the right. wounds of, right. you know, all that is sweet and everything, but uh, that's not what well, I Remember those pictures. When you look at, you know, that's been kind of taken onto, yeah, the, the whole stigmata and suffering thing. But when you really look at those beautiful, I'm thinking of that beautiful Irish Bible, the illustrated Irish Bible. I can't remember the actual name of it, but when they did the picture of Jesus coming back, he was not bleeding from those wounds. Light was shining through those wounds. Oh, So the message really is, you know, we transmute physical wounds into love. That's Mm. part of his, you know, Jesus was the healer. He could walk into a village and his presence alone would heal everyone in the village. That's how much he loved everyone. So the message of the indigo angel here, clear yourself, you see the insight, you can see people's pain. You can see oh. the pain in our world. Instantly. Don't, and you were taught, take that pain into yourself. Uh-huh. So now the angels are teaching you, Nathaniel, transmute that pain into love. Don't take the pain into yourself. When you see the pain, when you recognize that there is a wound, send it love. And that includes yourself. Send yourself love anywhere where you have taken on the wounds of others, anywhere you have taken on the pain of society, send love to that pain and transmute it. And by doing this for yourself, you do this for others as well. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. You're a beautiful soul, Nathaniel. I can't wait to see you on the late night talk circuit. <laughs> Another guy that was actually born the same day as I, I was is Jack Parr of the wow. Tonight Show for him. Yes. So I'm hoping that I'm going to be either someone like him or uh, I do teach guitar and stuff to children, so I might be kind of a, a Wayne Dyer, uh, Mr. Rogers or something. I love it. I love it. And you know what they're saying? You know, either or both of those paths are open to you. And Jack Parr, right? He was teamed up with Johnny Carson, right? They were a comedy team. So it's about, it's always about team building. This new energy, it's always about team building. So, you know, honestly, I see you in like a comedy duo, a sort of like a Garf, a Simon and Garfunkel of comedy where you play the guitar and maybe your partner you know, tells jokes and you set each other up for the punchline and you have a little musical element and you know what? You're going to blow up. You're going to be viral on YouTube. Well, like <laughs> Weird Al, like, like Weird Al, like Weird Al, yes. Al it. I like yes. to do parodies of songs, you know, like Beat It or Wonderful. Eat It. And, and yes. I think it's I think really, it's really, it's humorous because I've, you know, being musically inclined, you know, you can just change the words around and keep everything the same and turn it into a big comical, uh, you know, anything, you know, Hotel California or something, you know, anything. Oh, 
Absolutely. And you're going to heal like that ironic insight that you have when you take in that I see that there's something wrong. I see there's pain. I see there's a wound. You can heal it musically with your humor. So, and that's what Weird Al does too. He heals us. You know, he takes these, sometimes these pop songs have very negative, you know, messages, right? And he turns them into funny little parody songs that we all laugh at and we don't take ourselves so seriously then. And then we can right. heal. Laughter is the best medicine, right? Yeah, I <laughs> think ironically, yeah. i got to tie this in because we're coming to a close here already. Yes, so, yes. So but the, the, what I'm hearing yeah. for you also is to make a very detailed plan so anyone else yes. who's listening right now, if you have an idea, this is not an idea that's just a thought that's passing through. Like, it's not Mm-mm. an accident. That is your angel message. And the longer you procrastinate is the longer you put off having your dream come true. Literally, we're mm-hmm. in a time of high vibes, high manifestation. It's a very different energy, especially 2015. There's a tremendous amount oh. of support. So whatever you feel that you want to do, if it's if you've got the idea already, write it down and take an action. And re- I'm here to tell you, and Jen also to back me up. This is a different time right now. This is not yeah. like back in the 80s or 90s yeah. where you just oh. energy is quick for manifestation. So go yeah. with your passion, go with your love, and you're mm-hmm. going to see results. And have the patience, take care of your body. So you can be present to what's happening around you versus adding anything that's lower energy or negative. You want to really stay clear because it's yes. we're like you want to stay really clear right now, all you listeners, as clear as possible because you are receiving messages. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And the energy, it is faster. The manifestations, they are coming faster and faster. So. Our spiritual practices, cleaning up our diet, getting rid of those toxic substances, altering those bad habits. We can do it gently. We don't have to have a healing crisis. And the energy is going to support you in that. And it cuts both ways. If we resist it, if we say, oh, I don't want to stop eating that junk food, it's going to, you know, that indigestion that might bother you a little bit, it's going to get worse, (laughs) right? So we really are in a high energy time, and to thrive in this energy, we have to be grounded in our spiritual practices, in our self-care, and in our higher aspirations, in our thoughts, like Barbara just said. So we are really coming to the end here, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to our caller here. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Nathaniel. So sweet. Thank you so, so very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So any of you who would like a brief mini reading with me can contact me on Facebook.com at B. Calvano Coaching. And over the weekend, um, I will respond to your questions. So if I didn't get to you today, I will be back on next Saturday at 4 p.m., also Eastern Standard Time. And for Jen's information, you can see it here on the Blog Talk page. And, uh, Jen, if you would like to say it again, your um, contact yes person. yes you can find me through the website which is highvibestudio.wix.com forward slash heal you could also if you had a question from today's show or if you would just like a, a one card mini reading also you can email me at indigovision at yahoo.com 
And I'm not as good as Barbara. Like I said, I struggle with the administrative side. So it might not be this weekend. It might be into next week. But I promise if you send me an email, I will eventually get back to you. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. So, Jen, this hour went by really, really fast. But it was so, so fast, girl. Oh my goodness! And we'll do a two-hour show <laughs> next time. I know, I know. Yeah. We will, we we will, we'll get there, right? I wish Doreen did a two-hour show, right? Do we want yeah. to do a little closing meditation, a little closing intention for your for your callers today? Oh, beautiful! You can go forth and share something if you're if you're there. Oh yes, I would love it. I would love everyone okay. if you're able to. If you're driving, do this later. But if you're in a place where you can just Put your feet flat on the ground, uncross your legs, take in a nice cleansing breath into the belly. Breathe it in and let it go, nice and soft. And just set the intention for yourself. Your angels are by your side. There's a guardian angel at each shoulder. Set the intention sometime over the next 24 hours you are going to clearly and accurately receive the message that you were wanting. If you called in today and you didn't get to ask the questions to myself and Barbara, you are going to get the answer from your angels. Set the intention that you're going to recognize that answer and that it's going to be clear, helpful, and accurate to you. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All right. Thank you, Barbara. It was my pleasure. I can't wait to talk to you again, my sister from another mother. (laughs) Yes, have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. Bye.